We're getting real funny with it today. Because we're in a funny universe now. We're in the Biden-verse. So now what, do I have to still make the Christmas decorations? What? <laughs> do, what the fuck do I do now? Do I still have to make the fucking Christmas decorations, Donald? Do I have... Donald, do I have to light the tree and give presents to the children? I hate the fucking children. Why you lose anyway. Why can't the new president come in before Christmas? Why do you I are have lame to... duck, Donald, just like your pin. Yeah, maybe I put lame duck on top of Christmas tree. Maybe I put yeah. duck that goes quack quack. This is what I serve <laughs> in White House this year. <laughs> <laughs> I hate children since I have Baron. Autism makes him terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he's too tall. I do not like he's, him too tall. He's too tall and he is too strong. He has strange energy, he flail about, he only talks about Yu-Gi-Oh! Only plays Call of Duty War f <laughs> fucking 2, I don't know, says N-word all the time. Uh. He says N-word more than you, Donald, <laughs> see, on Secret and Toilet. <laughs> Not healthy for young men. <laughs> free millennia. <laughs> well, yeah, she's gonna free herself soon. She's gonna get that, the big D, the big divorce, everyone's saying. Yeah. She's gonna get the big divorce. Is that going to happen? The ultimate humiliation. And then she is going to hook up with Carl Icahn. Ah, such a, he was always sweet such on a me. fucking cuck, Donald. I'm going to go marry Tucker Carlson. <laughs> I'm going to go marry... Oh, my God. I'm going to go marry Mark Cuban. Oh, no. Uh, Frickin'... Uh, but now we have... Hey, we got Green New Deal. Come on, Let's man. Let's talk about the Green Old Deal, Come man. Come on, man. Slow Look, down. they're legalizing grass and so we didn't have grass in Dover, man. All we had were uppers. I would do like six, seven of those a night. Think that's... Hey, man. Yeah, <laughs> me, me and my friends used to hang out by the drugstore. We used to drink beer out of Dixie Cups. And uh, my friend Scooter came over and showed me his hot rod and told me how far he'd gotten with the girl in the back seat. <laughs> he, said, uh, he said he got three fingers of gin back in there. <laughs> Uh, and that was what we called, uh, uh, man, uh, well, what, what we say at the Irish Wakes now is what we say, uh, you know, goodbye. That's what we say. But we don't say it because we're Irish. Yeah, so we have that guy now. Yeah, see, the way and... it was is that, uh, the, the gangs, uh, kids hanging around the drugstore was causing too much of a ruckus. So they set up us a rec center for dancing and ballrooming so that we would, uh, not, not get, get so involved in... Riding around town in the black neighborhoods. Well, I, what, uh, what I mean to say is, here's Kamala. Yeah, she's going to take her from here. See, see, Kamala <laughs> knows a lot about growing up in, in the normal neighborhoods. Let's see what we're talking about. Uh, you know, the neighborhoods. Uh, see, Kamala, she wasn't in the poor neighborhood. She was in the normal neighborhoods. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean to say. Uh, um, who, so, who am I? So, Kamala... A, so someone who I've been are it's a it is a tragedy that she is the vice president because she is has some of the worst political instincts I've we ever won, seen. We won, Joe. We did it. You're we Mr. Won. President now. <laughs> you did it, Joe. I believe that you raped those women and you're president. Oh man, yeah, I forgot. I wonder how Tara Reid feels right now. I think uh, Tara Reid feels fine. I mean, it didn't stick with... None of Bill Clinton's things stuck. Yeah, uh, well... You know, George W. Bush, he was a lot of things, but he wasn't a rapist. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he was just a bumbling idiot. Yeah. 
Uh, you never hear about George W. Bush on the on the Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> logs. You never hear about that guy. Yeah, well, one thing about Bush not a not a secret pedophile. Did a nah. lot of other stuff. Yeah, he but... was just an alcoholic drug addict. Um... He just wanted to God get me out of here so I can drink again. Okay, let's go down the lists of um, presidents who you think were rapists. Let's mm. say Joe Biden, yeah, probably. Trump, probably. Oh, yeah. Obama, probably not. Mm. Uh, nah, Obama. Obama never raped anybody. Obama. Bush Secret never about, raped anybody. Secret about Clinton. Obama is that he's gay. <laughs> oh, I'm, Michelle, <laughs> I'm gay. <laughs> Michelle, <laughs> I'm going to... I, I've been sucking Joe's dick for the last 35 years. That's how he's kept his energy up. 35 years. I met him. I met him when I was a young man organizing in Chicago. We kept it a secret. Our gay orgone energy All right, is so what propelled us. George H.W. Bush. H.W. He didn't. He wasn't a rapist, but he signed. He covered up rapes for the CIA, which What's I that? think aided. He aided and abetted rape. What's that? The part in The Simpsons when he's writing his memoir and it's like, and in one term, I accomplished all I set out for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got that unearned confidence of a guy that never really accomplished a whole lot throughout his political career, even though he ascended to the highest forms of office oh, in the land. Oh, he accomplished quite a bit before he became president. What did he accomplish? He was Tell in, me what in the CIA. He, yeah, but what I mean, uh, killed what, what JFK. You're right. He <laughs> murdered JFK. <laughs> he he, he uh, helped Nixon uh, do stuff. Reagan. You think Reagan <clears throat> raped like frat? Reagan probably raped as a frat boy. Yeah, not a, as president. Reagan was didn't know where he was. Um, yeah. But before he was, when he was governor of California, he was doing all kinds of yeah. terrible things. There's not enough. You think he was in an open relationship with Nancy? Probably open? Not. No. I think. I, I don't think. Maybe they were swingers. It would be cool if they were swingers. Uh, well, I, I, yeah, but I think Reagan probably raped in college. I'm, I'm saying that. I'm pegging Reagan. Raped in college. Raped in college. That's where you get the <laughs> rapist knowledge. <laughs> Drink Damn. another four loco. We're gonna be canceled for that Rape one. Bug girl, while you're on smoko. That was uh, okay. that was. I don't know who said that or sang that. It wasn't me. I disavow. It was Frank Sinatra. That I was disavow. the original lyrics what to that want, Frank Sinatra. What do you want me to say? I disavow. You want me to say I disavow? I disavow. <laughs> I okay. I disavow. I, I disavow. Is, are you happy? I disavow it. <laughs> well, I don't we, know how to feel. It, uh, what a night. What a week. What a week it has um, been for the Democrats. Yeah, people are describing this. I, so I've seen the outright joy, like the people dancing in the street. And, you know, I I don't feel anything, but I don't want to rob the excitement from these people. You know, I'll let them have it. They haven't felt this way in a while. And, you know, I can think they're misguided. But at least, you know, it's nice to see people who I don't abjectly hate having a decent time. Like, I don't mm -hmm. hate libs. I'm fighting for the libs. They're the people who I want in my in my we're, thrall. You we're know? fighting for everyone. That's yeah, what we're but, doing. You and I. Yeah. What we're doing, we're really we're fighting for we're everyone. Fighting. We're, we're fighting for everyone we're, here by talking. Yeah. By talking, we're, and we're we're doing a lot over here. Yeah. We're we're in a united front, and what we're really doing is we're fighting for all Americans and Canadians as one. And yes. what <laughs> we want to do is create a united country of Canada and America. And really, we will be still called the United States of America, and Canada will be our 51st state. So mm -hmm. uh, uh, prepare to be subjected. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, Well, we've been fearing the American invasion for a long time. So (laughs) what we've done is we've set up a bunch of uh, we've set up a bunch of scratch off tickets at the border. And hopefully this will distract the American soldiers. Yeah. Because they're very underpaid, you see. Oh, damn. So I feel they could... uh, Man, that's another thing that's happening is the poppy discourse in Canada's happening. Yeah, explain that. um, I've been seeing this poppy discourse and I do not understand it. The poppy discourse in Canada is... So we have Remembrance Day in Canada as opposed to Veterans Day. Um, Is Veterans Day your November holiday for for supporting the troops? I I don't care. So remember. Uh, anyway, Remembrance Day is you 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 do a moment of silence at eleven eleven, and you oh also for World recite. War One. It's a World War yeah, One. It's bit. a world. It originated <laughs> as a World War One. Culturally, now it's just a general support the troops holiday, especially for right wing people. Yeah, I generally do a moment of silence every day for the dissolution of the Ottoman Empire. But yeah, World War One is like it's weird to get. Because it's infused with jingoism as well. Like, we were on the right side of history by winning World War One, And the people that fought in it were heroes. But, you know, the real... It's weird, that perspective. Because World War One, of course, was senseless. And there were no good guys and bad guys. And they were just, losers! Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I would argue that even us... If we had lost World War One, the world might have been better off. Because Germany wouldn't have been depleted and in a situation where fascists could have taken over. <coughs> Right, and the British wouldn't have carved up the Middle East and dissolved the Ottoman Empire. Yeah, there you which go. Which had a very so, good way of managing the Middle East. It was decentralized. Uh, it was. Yeah. It could have been um, reconstituted a little bit, but out of World War One came the chaos of the 20th and 21st centuries. Yeah. The Allies, the Allies, uh, if they had lost, I think that the Holocaust still would have happened. It just would have started in England. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> right, but... we lost World War One. Germany depleted our economic resources. We're killing the Jews. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh man, I don't know. Uh, what, was that was that their the like a minority that was problematic in England for the, for any like fascist? Yeah, I mean then? the Jews were. I don't know. I, I mean, fascist, they, I, I have no idea. There might have been a different minority. I know in England they hate Polish people now, but that's only it, very recent. That's, only recently. That's, that's because of that's because of the eurozone because it became a lot easier to immigrate to mm. England, which is why they had this huge influx of working class Polish people who are basically the equivalent of Mexicans in England, where they like they're integral to the economy and they do all the working class jobs that like lazy little Englanders can don't want to do, and they still hate them. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. The fact that we have such reverence for our troops for this very extremely senseless... Like, if the holiday was about how fucking senseless war is, mm-hmm. like, if it that was made more explicit, maybe, like, that would be... But it's all about... It, it sort of gets wrapped up in a jingoism. Um, so where what's, it's the, like, what's the deal with the poppies, then, though? What's the deal? Oh, because it comes from the poem in Flanders Field, in, in uh, Flanders Field in Belgium. Uh, the poppies grew in the fields. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, the, the, the white crosses, that line that dot the landscape of Belgium, symbolize the memory of those brave boys that fought to preserve the empire of royals. Belgium kind of <laughs> sounds like um, something that happens to your intestines when you can't poop. Like, oh, I got yeah. Belgium. But, okay, uh. so 
so uh, the poppy originates as a World War One remembrance thing. Remembrance Day is a World War One thing, but gets spun out into a support the troops thing. So the poppy, you know, to some people, I think it means you know it's a symbolization of the senselessness of war. But I think to most people, the cultural consensus is it's a general support the troops. They're our heroes. They fight for our freedom. They make it so that we're safe. And the only war that really applies to is World War II, which, you know, great, great war, fantastic war. Hey, what needed about to the be Falklands? Fought. Glad we won. <laughs> yeah. But, like, every other single, you cannot just, every other single war of the 20th century were just, like, proxy wars against communism. What about that Black Hawk Down? terribly. What about yeah. Black Hawk Down? You're right. Also, just <laughs> getting a lot of Somalians. <laughs> Clipping those Somalians. <laughs> Um, fucking, yeah, so now there's all this poppy discourse, because, um, apparently Whole Foods in Toronto banned the wearing of the poppy for some reason, because mm. maybe it's political speech, and you're not allowed to do political speech. That's bad Conver flair. You can't wear yeah. that flair. Conversely, there's criticisms of people, uh, like news anchors are supposed to be politically neutral. But, you know, they all wear the poppy because it's part of our jingoistic rhetoric, right? So there's always this uh, there's always this debate as to whether or not this thing is actually a political message. And people like me say, of course it is. In the same way that, you know, flying jets over football stadiums at football games is, like, politically charged. Well, hey, no, no, but people patriotic. don't think of it as such. Hey, hey now, that's just patriotism. What are you saying? That's just... Good old American patriotism. If patriotism is political, then maybe you should get the fuck out. Maybe. <laughs> oh, oh, so many conservative people are like, I'm gonna move. If Trump has really lost, I'm gonna move. <coughs> I'm gonna move to Poland or Hungary, where they I can really be seen as my my people. Mm. <laughs> Maybe, maybe they would all be happier in in a place like that. Oh, oh yeah. Except when they realize how much walking is involved. I like the idea of like Hungarians being so anti-immigrant that they bar off the American immigrants, and the American immigrants are just chilling in the refugee camp with the Syrians, and they are not getting along. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you want? I'll show you how to shoot a gun. You don't know how to do it. That guy just die. He gets his head cut off. <laughs> all the Syrians, all the Syrian children are hardened by their journeys across the Mediterranean. The American guy came over on a on a on a uh, hover around. Well, Whole Food, Amazon Whole Foods, uh, banning the poppy, banning. Um, but oh uh, yeah, so uh, Doug Ford, our our premier, the premier of Ontario, which is like a governor. Is he the one who said I got I got enough pussy to eat at home? No, that was his brother who died because uh, he eventually just became one big tumor. And he was the mayor of Toronto. <laughs> uh, Rob our Ford famous said, crack smoking mayor, Rob Ford. I yeah. got enough pussy to eat at home. I don't have to go out and find it. But yeah, the, the Ford brothers definitely feed on the same Trumpist, you know, like, hey, I relate to that guy energy, yeah. you know. Uh, the, like the the suburban, tyrannical, small business owners of the Toronto area vote for them in droves and you know people that are like you know why should I pay for other people's kids you know I started my indoor pool business all by myself 
Mm, I guess an indoor yeasty. pool business is more respectable than an outdoor pool it's business. It's a yeast Either infection way, business. That's what that is. Doug Ford said that banning the pot. He tweeted that banning the poppy was, oh, no, that's bad. We need to remember the guys. Remember our heroes. And... Uh, yeah, I think so you guys had like this. half a beach on D-Day. You guys like got half a beach to your. Uh, we had some. We had sh- Ypres. Shared it with the Brits. Gold hey, or look. something. Gold hey, beach. Look. I, well, World War One. <laughs> Canadians did a lot of shit in World War One. Uh, we hey Canadians liberated Holland. Okay, oh. we liberated Holland. <laughs> And that's why we have are in good terms with the Hollish. Oh, it's right, Flanders. You're talking about Flanders. Yeah, you're talking about Flanders. Stupid, talking about sexy that Flanders. beautiful era, stupid, sexy Flanders field. <laughs> uh, stupid, sexy Flanders field, where the poppies never yield. <laughs> World War One, yeah, the most cucked war. Everyone that every soldier that participated in World War One was a cuck. If you didn't desert in World War One, lose respect. I've lost respect for you. <laughs> they're all dead it's okay they're literally all dead we should do no a, one will ever hear let's this. do a prank phone call on the show let's call up four seasons total landscaping <laughs> hey hey yes hey, hey this is the president <laughs> hey. that is also like um that is such an i mean that's the that's the example of how the trump presidency eliminates all parody and all subtext and all everything because his Great Rain literally ends at a at a misbooked garage. It was on purpose. <laughs> there was it was all part of Q's plan. Okay, it was, he's sending signals. He, In a year, four seasons, we shall meet again. Exactly. It's part. Yeah. Trust the plan, soldiers. Where we go, one we go. Q. Where <laughs> where we go, mulch. We <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, where where we go. Where we go, one, we get back hoes. Uh, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> we, we're, we're Jimmy's, we're Jimmy's QAnon backhoe rental. We're the only QAnon-approved backhoe dealer in town. Where, where we go backhoe, you go blackhoe. They, okay, I don't they, know. Are, they, they, got, they specialize in koi ponds. Very similar to Q ponds, if you know what I'm saying. Mm. Across the pond, I'm just I'm just associating here. I'm pre-associating across the Here's pond. MI six is it? Is there a connection? MI six, the Philadelphia seventy sixers. Philadelphia, all these votes coming out of Philadelphia. Two thousand eighteen. What does it mean? Orange-haired bushelman. The Super Bowl. Also, the, between Philadelphia and New England, Tom Brady. The Philadelphia Eagles cheated. It's all yeah. con- just like Jerry Seinfeld when he won the race. He cheated. Jerry Seinfeld cheated. Yeah. He did it. Stop the Everyone steal. thought the gun went off. Stop the But steal. it didn't go off. No, it didn't. It was a car backfiring. It was his crony Kramer. <laughs> it was his crony Kramer. Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> the reason why Kramer is in Seinfeld's life is because his residual energy boosts Seinfeld's otherwise neutral presence. He is enabled by his feckless, naive friend, and all of their feckless energy culminates into that wonderful just soup of entitlement that we used to enjoy, that we had once. 
and it's gone now. And people want to feel that soup of entitlement with Biden again. That's why they're celebrating. They want it's Seinfeld again. We can be just like wantonly careless and evil mm -hmm. like we were in the 90s. Well, what's interesting is all of this stuff, it, all of this trolling from the right about like them saying it was stolen, it's not legitimate. I think it is in a large degree trolling, but it's that kind of weird fascist trolling that they do where they're like, we're just joking about how you stole the election. You mm -hmm. stealers, you dirty, yeah. you dirty stealers. We're just joking about civil insurrection. Yeah. And we're gonna lock you all up and, and, uh, and assassinate you. Um, yeah, it's kind of yeah. weird. It's, um, it makes me feel not happy. Um, plus, would just defy the defiance of reality. Yeah, there's more reality defiance. I mean, there's now there's like there's 70 million people who voted for Trump. He's he went up by a million from, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. The fascist, the encroaching movement of fascism, uh, is not over because fascism masquerades as populism. You know, that's what uh, you know. Old Robert Paxton said, right? You know, he's like uh, the fascism appropriates the language of populism, which is why you have Donnie Trump in the debates with Joe Biden saying, "You lost the left, Joe." Bernie Sanders said this mm. would happen. You got to do what Bernie says. He's more respected than you, Joe. So it, you did know? he lose the left? And uh, we can talk about this new AOC interview that came out where she's... I, uh, I don't think Joe Biden meaningfully lost a lot of... I don't... I, I think like a lot of uh, the idea that Bernie bros wouldn't show up was mostly unfounded. But so did you read the AOC interview in the Times that she did? Didn't she get hostile? She she was well, pretty... Hot. She called the she called the Dems incompetent or something she, like yeah, that. Yeah, she called them incompetent because they're not buying Facebook ads enough. Um well, kinda, yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure. Mm. Um, the Dems are, do do that thing where they like like uh, was it Charlie Booker in um, in Kentucky who was trying to get nominated? Mm. What was the name of the per? I think it was a guy named Charlie Booker in. Oh, you're talking about Joshua for Congress? Are you? No, 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 that? no. In in Kentucky, there was a. Oh, more, oh, the guy that was running against the helicopter? Yeah, uh, there was this lady. guy running against Amy McGrath in the yeah. primary. And yeah. Nancy Pelosi said that anyone who works for Charlie Booker is blacklisted and can never work in a Democratic campaign. And so the Democrats are making blacklists of anyone who works for progressive campaigns to primary centrist Democrats. So yeah. I think that's what AOC is pissed about. Um, yeah, especially because uh, you could argue that a lot of popular left-wing causes got past this election, the most astonishing of which, of course, is the $15 minimum wage in Florida. Yeah. Which, you know... Well, one thing, to, one caveat, it's $15 minimum wage to be implemented by 2026. Ah, so, there you go. great. By 2026, you need a fucking $20 minimum wage. Yeah, it's it's always a half measure. But still, you know, mm -hmm. uh, uh, it's, 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 if Florida were truly, you know, the, like the capitalist hell world to its core, it would keep the minimum wage as it was. It wouldn't even make that concession. Yeah. So I think it just shows to, it goes to prove that there is a popular mandate. And especially you get... Fox News poll after Fox News poll that say people are in support of some sort, some form of Medicare for all. Like, it's just a really popular decision that, yeah, unfortunately, I think you and I were talking about this earlier. Um, um, 
what this election is is a, not necessarily a repudiation of leftist ideals, but maybe a repudiation of the way that we've been framing leftist ideals. Yeah. Because, you know, we we come to loggerheads over whether defund the police is a bad messaging or not. You think it's uh, would is it safe to say that you think it's bad messaging? Yeah, I don't think it's good messaging at all. Um, I don't think I mean it's honest messaging. It is what we're doing <laughs> to some degree. Well, um, the Republicans but, are in favor of defunding anything. They're yeah. pretty much except as long as you're not defunding the Pentagon, they're kind of like, okay, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> Let's defund, defund away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. Yeah, I've been tossing alternative phrasing like "specialize the police," which is one that I think is. Oh, relevant you want to make because, it mer- meritocratic? Well, make it so that they're not <laughs> doing shit that police shouldn't do, like mental health calls. And I mean, that's like one of the biggest. The, one of the easiest fixes to a lot of the systemic problems is just get more medical personnel to respond to distress calls, mm. like. Like, don't send them to, like, a battery call, but send them... If, like, someone's fucking freaking out on drugs, don't send the fucking cops. You think that person who's freaking out is going to stop freaking out yeah, because the dr- cops are there? Drugs are illegal, so you have to send the cops yeah. because they are go. illegally freaking out due to illegalness. But, yeah, they're this, just, like... Their blood is partially illegal due to the drugs flowing within the blood. Yeah, that is just, like, one example of, like, a very like just this no-brainer systemic fix that you can make that would certainly ease up a, a I, lot well, on I have violence. a counter proposition why don't we make mental illness against the law <laughs> uh, I mean it already is yeah. Stephen why don't we, if we just is. codify that then hell we call the police when you're going crazy for anything yeah <laughs> Uh, that would be that. That would be a good sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. Where if you like, if you if you start ab- demonstrating abnormal behavior, they take you away. They take away all the depressed people. That's kind but of the thing. Like is, equilibrium, uh, yeah. the Matrix, uh, the co-concurrent Matrix, uh, as the with the Matrix came out in like 1999 with. The, yeah, they had gun fu in it with Christian Bale. Christian Bale. They were bending bullets. We're bending the bullets. Uh, Gunfu. It's not actually. Is it called Gunfu? Uh, yeah, where he 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 does. I call it like gung. It's some. It's either gung fu or some kind of weird dancing. Some kind of weird bullet yeah. dancing. Gun dance. I do bullet dancing. Uh, so the bullets. <laughs> I'm a can't, bullet dancer. Yeah, they don't hit me. Sometimes mm. I can even block them back, and then they hit you. Go to the bullet ballet. The boulet. The boulet. The boulet ballet. The boulet. Uh, that'd be pretty. Art, art shooting. Yeah, we're, we're doing art shooting. Uh, yeah, there, well, there's a guy, that that performance artist guy, who's like, my art is I get shot. Yeah, Chris Burden. <laughs> cool, dude. I always said, uh, the story I always found it funny is that guy eventually became a professor and a kid did a, uh, a, one of those, he like got run over by his friend in his class and then he got kicked out of the class for doing it. <laughs> you, you stole my art idea. <laughs> Getting hurt is my idea for art. No, it's because the school was going to get sued, mm. so he couldn't condone it. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Well, AOC, uh, yeah. AOC was talking about how 
Because there's this conference call, right, between the Dems. The Dems all got together and they had a conference call. And Nancy Pelosi was like queen of the conference call because she had the biggest phone. And <laughs> a comically large phone held up to her yeah. tiny her tiny weird face. And yeah. apparently there was one Dem from like Staten Island crying about how the progressive Dems were being too mean on Twitter and no one knows how to pronounce her name. And then there was another Dem who's really conservative talking about how it's all this defund the police stuff is making the Dems lose. And so AOC is talking about how that's all bullshit. So maybe I was wrong. I mean, I don't, it's hard to know. We, we need to do some analyzation and figure out whether the centrist Dems are the ones who are the problem or if it's the progressive Dems who are the ones who yeah. are the problem. Who gets more it's, votes? Yeah. I, do you, so... It's weird because, like, I find that Bernie Sanders explicitly um, is calling himself a socialist. Do you think that hurt him in the end? Yeah. But, yep. I mean, he couldn't escape it. You know, it was going to come out. Like, his entire history, he honeymooned in fucking Russia, so he, he just had to own I, it from the beginning. I don't, I just, I think he, he, he started calling himself a socialist during a time when, yes, you d you would have needed to, but after the Trump era... And the truth stopped mattering. Um, yeah, he could have been like, "I am a capitalist." Yeah, and capitalism involves lots of central state control. Yeah, it's like capitalism means when the government controls the economy and tells the businesses what they can do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> that's capitalism, baby. There's still a market. Yeah, but <laughs> well, that's Elizabeth Warren. That's Warrenism, basically. Mm. I'm a capitalist. And the government's just going to tell you how to run your shit. I'm a capitalist, and the government's going to tell you how to run your shit. <laughs> I guess I'm doing... Wait, what is that? I'm doing an Owen Wilson impression. Elizabeth Warren just sounds like Owen Wilson. Yeah. Elizabeth Warren, this big structural bailey. I'm an Indian. I go to the powwow <laughs> with Mima and Peepaw. And we're we're just banging our cucumbers on our on our drum boats there. Yeah. I, I can't do Owen Wilson, but yeah, she's like like how wow. he's an Indian, so is he, but he does ayahuasca. <laughs> I did a lot of ayahuasca, and that's how I saw the flaws in our bankruptcy system. Uh, I like the idea of, like, Elizabeth Warren, you know, making a trek down to Peru and then, uh, you know, going to a shaman and, like, you know, bathing in the blood of a of a goat. And oh, <laughs> she, she has visions and it's just, you know, very dull figures <laughs> just scanning back and forth. And she's just going, I understand. I understand. And then she says, I'm a real Indian now. <laughs> So that's what we all want to be. We all all white people just want to be Indians. The other big story like that came out is the uh, as Politico's got a list of potential picks for Biden's cabinet. And yeah, I saw some of those. A lot of stickers. No progressives. No, of course not. What did you expect? That was like that's the pitch for Biden. He's going to do all the neoliberal stuff. He's got Meg Whitman, hilariously enough, as the sec sec of commerce. Which is great because she Quibi just happened and she was the Quibi yeah. lady. <laughs> well, I guess I don't have to do Quibi anymore. I'm free for whatever kind of shenanigans you want. Yeah, free do. for a real jerk off position. Sec commerce. They got Buttigieg at VA, which is funny. Heidi Heitkamp is going to be in agriculture. She's conservative. She's a conservative dem from uh, one of the Dakotas. 
And Susan Rice. Oh, yeah. We're going to have Benghazi 2. Benghazi 2. Benghazi 2. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Benghazi was cool because a bunch of American soldiers were killed. <gasps> so hey. that's cool. Whoa, dude. That, whoa, dude. <laughs> hey. Hey, man. American soldiers are like cool and they don't know what's going on and it's not their fault dude i blame them what? i blame them all no, fuck dude. the poppy no dude. I blame no dude they're cool yeah I, I i remember lux on a while back talking about how the army is proletarian which is why we should reach out to them and more mm. socialists but no i don't really respect just anyone not who the decides officers. to become a soldier it's just the officers that are bad man the grunts are cool <laughs> yeah the grunts are cool <laughs> all these all these woke grunts. Well, they well uh, being—they're not woke, but you know they like they like Metallica and partying. Call and of Duty. They're yeah, like yeah. nineteen. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, don't like them. I don't they, like nineteen. I don't like those scary. They kids. haven't had a chance to really grow. And I don't get. They're already damned. And find they're out already damned. Who they are. No, I don't. No, I don't respect the troops. I don't respect any of the troops. Just because I have compassion for it yeah, well, doesn't mean th- I have to You don't want them to die, though. You don't want anybody to die. You know, the world would be I, better I want if, some people to die. If I definitely no want one, some imagine if no one ever died. I think that'd be a cool world. I think that'd be a cool world where we would just, you know, there would be so many people that people would become leased out as construction material. Yeah. And you could just, you know, live your life as a brick. Oh, my God. This urinal's talking to me. Oh, it's it's George. Oh, yeah. <laughs> George from back. You're a urinal now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just material now. I get paid 75 cents an hour. Yeah, but I figured I would become porcelain. Yeah. Ceramics, <laughs> porcelain, you know. Oh, yeah, I'm a ceramics now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, we're, let's all become material. I want to become wood. Become wood. I want to take dick pills and LSD at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, man, my dick veins are moving around a lot, oh, man. Well, I just like, hey, man, get, get a load of this dick. Look at it. <laughs> whoa. No, you don't have to do it. Just, whoa. It's moving. It's all waiting. It's flowing. <laughs> it's flowing. There's lots of colors, mostly purples. <laughs> Check out this dick. <laughs> just walk, just walk get, out onto the street to, all confident. To, yeah, you get arrested and you're in the... Like, oh, okay, I totally understand, officers. Just... Just check out my dick, though. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but it's so weird. It's so yeah. hard. It won't. <laughs> they beat you within an inch of your life. You're you're cooling out in the jail cell. You go to the drunk guy next to you. He's sleeping. You wake him up. Hey, man. Poke him. Hey, man. Hey, I'm still tripping. <laughs> you should check out this dick. You tripping? <laughs> you trip? I'm tripping. Dude, check out this dick, man. Yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good night. That mm-hmm. would be a good night. What are some other funny drug combos? Some some flipping. Do some flipping. Some so that's a dick flipper right there. <laughs> dick. Uh, like uh, other funny drug combos. Do ether and uh, aspirin. No, that's not um, funny. What's the best? Logical. What's the best combo with estrogen? Uh, the best combo with estrogen, uh, just take uh, testosterone. Testosterone and estrogen? Uh, just take them both at the same time. Let them fight it out. It's the, it's I feel the testosterone me too. would I, win. It's yeah. called the Me Too cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to become, yeah, logic. if you're trying to become the most non-binary, that's what you take. 
<laughs> just both. No, I'm sorry. NB people, our NB fans, which are none of you, because I know all of the people that listen to this show. Uh, unless some of you are out there, unless hey, there's new listeners, you can't judge. In which case, you can't judge. Maybe, maybe they, maybe they don't even know. Maybe I'm one of these. Maybe I will become. Maybe I will transition. Okay, maybe that would be interesting. I would I make a know. very pretty. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really clock you as, I would make uh, a, as very a pretty lady th- and on the gender spectrum. What? I think you're you you fully you're fully cis cis. Hey, you can't ever know. What hap- What about the Wachowskis? Huh? Huh? Uh, Riddle me could, this. Oh man. Riddle me I, that. Y- you definitely can tell they are trans from The Matrix. That is a movie that only trans people would make. Um, it's all about taking hormones to see the real world. It's all about taking pills in order to see the real world. I don't know. I never saw it. You're, yeah, it's pretty boring. <laughs> it just goes, but the was music watching, goes... was watching Equilibrium. <laughs> the gun fool. <laughs> yeah, I was watching too much Equilibrium. <laughs> Couldn't stop watching Equilibrium. Holy shit, have you seen Equilibrium? <laughs> They don't even do gun fu in the Matrix. They just do regular kung fu and then shoot guns yeah, they separately. Do, do. They don't combine the disciplines. And they what? He like learns it really quick. Come on. Can't. Equilibrium superior movie has leather dusters, has sunglasses, but it doesn't have any subtle trans themes. So I like it better. Says <laughs> <laughs> uh, so transphobic movie reviewer. Oh. He doesn't like- <laughs> so the transphobia has been coming out with the Kamala stands today on Twitter. Have you been oh, seeing that? Yeah, the K hive. No, is- the K hive is transphobic. Because what? because someone posted about how Kamala was forcing uh, trans men to go to women's jail, or either or vice versa. No, no, that's that's uh, the other way around. He was forcing trans women to go to men's jail, oh, which for- is a lot da- a lot more dangerous. Well, it's dangerous. Either way, it's not good. Hey, why are you? What are you? Is it is really one worse than the other, or are they, they're both equally bad? Well, trans men aren't like uh, they they don't represent as a significant part of the prison population as trans women for whatever reason. No, maybe I'm making that up. I'm probably making that up. As we but, know from Orange and the Orange is the New Black, women's prison is brutal. Yeah, but I don't I and don't if it know was if a, a trans a, tra- a trans man I don't was know if being a trans man forced would, into Orange is the New Black. Would probably get stabbed. I feel like if a, I feel like it's a lot worse out there for trans women in men's prison. I feel Fine. like they're. I feel like you're being a little obtuse here. Fine. Intentionally. You're, but but what you're being like you're, is a misandrist. You're right. I'm 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 misander, the Greek god of of man hating. Because as we know from Oranges to New Black, the, the women's prison is real, and Natasha Leone is brutal. Think of all the roads, the colored entire places, setting yes. up his evil, fucking down his heart. So Kam- Kamala did that, and apparently yeah, that. the K-Hive was talking about how that's awesome. And they were like, Uh-oh. great. They were like, oh, more of this, please. Wait, what? Yeah. Who is the K-Hive? Who are, because I've, I've come across them before, but I really don't know... I know Warren people, and I get Warren people to some degree because I just want, like, an ultra-bookish nerd. I think they would be the best one. And Kamala's that, too, but there's, like, this extra element to it. There's this super-aggressive nature that her fans have, which are, like, the, I guess, you know, the same thing you could level against the Bernie bros. We she just, has, like, that same type of frothing-at-the-mouth Twitter presence. We need tribes with leaders. 
as as humans and if we don't if we don't <laughs> yeah, have them we create them we're like yeah and it's crazy how it's like a drive in us to to it because now we like we have no tr- we're all trapped in our houses so we're like let's make digital tribes yeah we love our avatars i also think it's just because um i i think the thing the thing about like a lot of criticisms against kamala is or a people sort of trained to see any criticism against Kamala is specifically about her identity and not necessarily about her decisions. Because I think people are trained to believe that any criticism is usually in bad faith and based on their identity. In a lot of cases, they're correct, especially the criticisms that come from the right wing about her. Um, I only want like to criticize her. She's a socialist. As we should criticize everyone based on where they went to high school. Uh, yes. Where did Kamala go to high school? In Canada. Lame, lame, Canada Harris. They'll mm-hmm. call her, and she's gonna give us Canadian-style socialism, where we just kill a lot of indigenous people. I don't think she could. She's she's even allowed to be president if she went to high school in Canada. Mm. <laughs> half black, half Indian. I thought this was America, where people are only half black because Thomas Jefferson raped them. Uh, yeah, it was all Thomas Jefferson's fault. It was, it was all oh, Jefferson's fault. It was all that guy. Man, he had another little-known fact about TJ, as I like to call him, is that he had sumptuous dinner parties <laughs> at the White House, and he would walk around in slippers. Isn't that something? The Founding Fathers are looking down at us from heaven right now, and Thomas Jefferson is looking at Kamala and just licking his lips. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh no so it's come to this eh hmm <laughs> he's getting, a comely lass in the vp seat getting, yeah i once sat there Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 our butts are going to touch through the ether of time yeah yeah he was a, he was a horny rascal him and hamilton were horny rascals yeah, they were. Uh, uh, yeah, That's Washington what? less horny. No, Washington horny was not a time. Washington. Once, once time Hamilton dared uh, his friend to go put his arm around Washington, um, just to see what he would do, and uh, Hamilton's friend did it. And this was a guy who I think wanted like a position somewhere in the government and got blacklisted by Washington after that instance. And Hamilton thought it was mm-hmm. the funniest shit ever, but <laughs> Washington was very stern. And always was very much like, do not tr- even try to make me laugh. Don't even try. I will never laugh. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I would like to be one of those guys. Yeah. You just can't. Uh, you just can't get anything over on them. I'm so obsessed with you know making everyone feel comfortable or like being subservient to me. If I sense that anyone is having displeasure with me, I will immediately go, oh, maybe I can just dance around for you and then you'll be entertained. <laughs> and then maybe I won't have to deal with your scorn, with your knife eyes that I can't take even a second of because I'm a weak man. Well, well, luckily for you, we are not allowed to have any social interactions ever again. At least mm-hmm. that's what I've decided. In fucking, uh, fucking Biden verse, fucking brunch verse. That's what people are calling. It's brunch time. It is. I celebrated with a scone and a cookie. Mm. That's what I did on Saturday when I got the news on Saturday that he had been declared by our news media to be the president. 
our <laughs> lying news media by the fake news yeah yeah well it's funny how even like man trump got 71 million votes which he accurately one of his accurate twitter statements is that is the isn't that the most votes for a sitting president of all time i think i don't know something like that i have no idea maybe i'm why am i repeating trump falsisms i believe uh, him I mean, the cool, the the one cool thing is that Georgia flipped, and I did not expect that. And it is yeah. announcement potentially making my prediction of the electoral votes the closest one on our pre-election pod. You did it. You I, you guessed three oh five. Yeah, I I guessed three oh five, and it might be three oh six. And of course, if 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 I win, as we know, you become my slave. For life. Oh shit! Yeah, you have to do it. Oh right. shit! I forgot to pull yeah. a Jefferson there. Yeah, it's gonna be in. Like, no, I put a Keith Raniere. Uh, <laughs> oh no! You're gonna have to. Don't brand me. You're gonna have to text me every time you want to eat. You're gonna have to say, "Master, can I eat this?" And, and I will say, "No." <laughs> 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 oh, Just like Keith Raniere. Oh my god, Keith Raniere. He is a sexy man. I would. I would jump on his bone. Uh, I would jump on his uh, Trey uh, Anastasia bone. That's right funny. away, I pull his hair. You should, you I'd should suck his hair, dude. You should do um, like an Oz where you commit a crime to get into jail with him, and then so I could fuck Keith Rainier. and then try to mind mind fuck him, and then and then real fuck him, and then when he gets out, take over his cult. Oh my god, dude, pull an Oz, do a crime. I couldn't, I couldn't run a cult. Do, Cults are so much work. Do a, that's why. Do a, a federal crime or something. Try. I, I think all you'd really have to do is like cr- try to cross into America from Canada and like not get coronavirus tested, and then they'd send you to the same federal prison as Keith. Theory. <laughs> it's the same. Yeah, they would do it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yes. I would not survive in prison. Oh, you would in federal I... prison. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I've been there. State state prisons where you don't want the state or the private prisons are the bad ones. Federal prisons are fine. Because it's mostly uh, solitary. Okay. I don't like the idea of solitary. I need friends. But I need to talk to people. But you're in solitary right now. We're all in solitary because of COVID. I, I hang out with people at the dog park. I get my jollies at the dog park. Uh, ew. What do I-, I get many of my jollies <laughs> okay. there. No. I, I'm Ben Shapiro and I will not go to a dog park. I will not get my jollies at a dog park. Let's say, hypothetically, you're at a dog park, and dog starts licking your penis. And let's say, hypothetically, it feels like nothing you've ever felt before, and you're so in shock that you can't stop the dog from licking your penis. In fact, you grab behind its ears and force it to go down on you as a reflex. Yes. Um, using let's say, logic hypothetically. And, using logic and reason, though. Of course. Yes. Using logic and reason, you force the dog down on your dick, and... <laughs> Uh, when the when the sound of the dog choking makes you come, using logic and reason, you come into the dog's mouth. <laughs> yes, 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 Ben. Yes, go on, Ben. Please. Oh my God, Ben Shapiro fucks dogs. Yeah. We all knew it. Oh, of course, he looks like Ben a dog Shapiro. Dog. I don't. I don't even like Ben Shapiro. Doesn't anger me because he doesn't seem like he's a happy guy. He doesn't seem like he's enjoying any of his empire of lies uh. <laughs> yeah and apparently he's been superseded on facebook by someone named dan bondingo or whatever dan bon dan bongino bon bonging bonging no bonging no dan vagina bonging no 
Bongin. Bonginho. Uh, but also, yeah, a lot of these right-wing pundits don't strike me as particularly happy people. Like, Tucker Carlson doesn't seem like he, like, goes home and he, like, relaxes and he, like, thinks, oh, what a nice... He seems like he's just on edge all the time. Oh, man, he's the worst. I hate that guy. I hate that guy. Yeah, he's a name that's floating around for, like, 2024, yeah. like, people. I was thinking that, but I don't really think... I mean... I think he's too much of a dweeb. It took Trump a while to get in to be able to run. Like, he had to do a lot of preparing over many years of testing yeah. the waters. Like, 2016 was not the first time he even ran. No, he ran as an independent in right. the 90s, right? Yeah. And I was thinking about it in 2012. And so I think if Tucker wants to run, he's going to need to... Um, it's probably going to take more than one cycle. And, you know, he's never cause he's never done the... It's different talking into a TV screen than it is in front of 20,000 screaming fans. Yeah. He's also just... Um, he doesn't seem like he's got that uh, sort of, for lack of a better term, big dick charisma that you need yeah. in order to be taken seriously as a presidential person yeah i don't you know joe biden for whatever else he's got big dick energy well the other media figure they're saying maybe joe rogan will run for president <laughs> no why yeah. what would he do there's a line in 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 the justice league cartoon where like they think lex luther wants to become president and lex luther's like president do you have any idea how much power i would have to give up to be president <laughs> i feel like joe rogan why would you go from a position where you have ult way, way more material influence on the world to president <laughs> you're already joe rogan you're the president of dudes yeah he's um uh he does have some idiots on his show he gives he up has, like tim dillon well, Tim Dillon's not the worst at all. By far, not the worst. Tim Dillon's, no, Eddie Bravo's bad. Tim Dillon uh, at least tries to be funny, and I li I kind of like Tim Dillon. I mean, he's, yeah, he's funny. He's a dumbass, but he's funny. But he's also like, well, yeah. he's not really trying. He's not a, a dumbass who's who's uh, masquerading as like. There's this apparently former CIA covert op that Joe Rogan had <laughs> on, who is actually a dumbass, um, being like, you know. I really would prefer divided government, uh, just so that nothing can get done, like that kind of a like a very serious, um, like weird mask masculine dudes. Tim Dillon is is just like, why is everyone so serious? He's kind of like a Jiminy Glick. He say he sounds like Jiminy Glick plus the Joker there. Yeah, that's what that's his <laughs> bit. He's his he's like at least now comedy can go back to being silly. I <laughs> I don't know I don't know enough about Tim Dillon, but he seems sort of like a fat Republican load. Yeah, yeah, Not that yeah. being fat makes him morally worse. He talks about how he thinks Trump is stupid on his pod, so he's not. Yeah, but you can think about how Trump is stupid and still be a Republican. You know? I mean, yeah, he's not. He's, he's a never Trump. He's not a. He's not a liberal or a progressive. He's anti woke. He's definitely anti woke, yeah. but he's he's kind of funny. Uh, not the yeah, worst. Yeah, he is kind of. Uh, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, uh, it is the long-held position that I don't think ideology and comedy have really have anything to do with each other. Uh, something is funny. It's not that something can be funny and align with your political beliefs, but nothing. Not, uh, most jokes aren't designed to align with your political beliefs. I mean, sometimes they are. 
It's weird going back watching old episodes of The Simpsons where there mm. were a lot more trans jokes than I was expecting. Yeah. Well, because it wasn't a thing. It wasn't a thing that was, that anyone knew was wrong to make fun of. Yeah. Well, there's... Um, there's uh, so, in two episodes back-to-back, there's one, Lisa's first word, where they're doing a flashback, and uh, they say, Bart can sleep in the same bed as us. Marge says, won't that warp him? And Homer says, oh, my cousin Frank did it. You don't have a cousin Frank. Yeah, he did. He became Francine back in Aught 6. <laughs> then he joined that cult. I think his name is Mother Shabubu now. But, you know, which <laughs> is a really funny joke. Yeah. But obviously the implication that, you know, coddling your child will turn them trans and that then they will join a cult. Obviously, it's problematic. Well, the cult part is funny, and having your name changed to Mother Shabubu is Mother funny. Shabubu is but just a yes, funny name. The yeah. middle part <laughs> of the joke is wrong, and they should issue an apology. But it was, but it is, it is, you know, not to be heavy handed, but it is wrong because the humor comes from the idea that someone would get a sex change. That the idea that that is funny. I shouldn't even say sex change. I say sex uh, gender reassignment surgery. Because they have a sex change joke in the next episode. In Homer's triple bypass, uh, uh, Barney thinks that Homer, he's not having heart attack surgery, but he's like, what am I supposed to do with this jumbo thong and bikini? You know, <laughs> he, he thinks Homer's getting, <laughs> getting a sex change. And they call it that because that's what it was called in the 90s. But uh, there are a lot of, you know, famous, famously poorly aged trans jokes from the 90s, chief of which is the ending to Ace Venture, <laughs> which is brutal if you've watched it recently never it's pretty even, bad i never you can't cancel me for that because i never even saw east ventura i was not i was not allowed to see the raunchy and offensive comedies of jim carrey growing up it was not allowed in my household i did not see ace ventura because of the farting mm. that was farting was illegal in my house uh, Cannibal Corpse is in Ace Ventura. They make a special guest because they were Jim Carrey's favorite band at the time. Uh, but yeah, the ending to Ace Ventura is very, very transphobic. Hilariously, they even comment on it on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Wow. Uh, Nothing funnier than that. Nothing funnier for a comedy show to, to, to go around finding examples of of jokes that have aged poorly and then... God, I just hate Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's the worst. Yeah, Brooklyn Nine. I mean, I like Brooklyn Nine Nine because I like workman like comedy writing. I like the idea of just people, you know, in a room trying to come up with jokes. And some of the jokes, you know, register independent of them being cops. You know, there are just some funny jokes in that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, it has that. And we've been talking about this. For, I, I we've been talking about this for. Uh, I want to get Alex Beep on. Oh shit! I said his name. Ah uh, well. Can we bleep that out? Yeah, we can bleep this part out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we can get Alex on the show. Other Alex, who we had on before to talk about Nick Land uh, and the Dork Enlightenment. Um, I want to talk about the Michael Scherniverse with him because we both watched all of the entries into it. Um, and we like it despite knowing how stupid it is. Uh, so that might be a later episode. Is that to look the Office to. and stuff? Wait, wait. Yeah, the Office, yeah. Parks and Recreation. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and The Good Place. It's sort of acknowledged that all of them take place in the same yeah, Well, I've seen all of them except... For, I've seen one episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but I've seen all of the other ones. Okay, okay. So you know. You know the, yeah. like... Um, yeah. I mean, Good Place eventually sort of landed on good politics, 
because in season three, like they they start talking. The reason why everyone is going to hell is because there is no ethical consumption under capitalism. Oh my god, that's lame. They well, no, they don't explicitly say there is no ethical consumption under capitalism, but the idea that so in the good place they have a system which assigns points based on whether you've done something that's good or bad, but the system is rigid. So if you buy a flower in modern capitalism, you know, you buy a flower, but the money goes to a CEO that kills babies. So you end up getting negative points, even though, you know, you did a nice thing and gave a flower to your mom or something like Mm -hmm. that, which I think is, you know, under communism, that's a funny example. There is no heaven and hell in communism because religion is not allowed uh well in in leninism i guess are there were there any are there religious communists are there any there are christian communists that's the brunig's whole grift uh, yeah <laughs> you no, don't like the brunig's it, that's not their whole thing though they're not at all communists uh they aren't communists no. but they're social they're mild socialists they're, they're they're libs they're ideological libs they're libs yes i thought they were socialists Maybe with healthcare. Yeah. But that's enough, apparently, these days to be call yourself a socialist. It's just be like, let's have a healthcare system for everyone. No, I think, I think they have more leftist bona fides than you're giving them credit for. Maybe. I don't know. There is, because there is, like, a strain of leftist Catholicism, isn't there? Like, there is a strain of, like, working class, weird progressive Catholicism. I don't know. I, that's not the interesting Catholicism to me. <laughs> <laughs> the interesting one is when you disown your baby for being gay. I like the one where you have to uh, be very rigid and traditional. Mm. But no, yeah. I don't care about Catholicism. It's stupid. Sorry. We got a Catholic president. First since Kennedy. Yeah. Catholic president. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. You, know, you remember that guy that got beat up uh, in Dallas with the sword? No, uh, there was a guy that got beat up know, in Dallas when, with a sword. This summer when the protests were popping off, he um, tried to defend his favorite bar with a sword. He's a trad cat cool. from Dallas. And he cool. got like kicked in the head and got beat, the shit beaten out of him. And he became Twitter famous. And he was talking about how he hopes the Catholics uh, will excommunicate Joe Biden. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe we, uh, we'll do it. There was a very funny post from Turning Point UK about Joe Biden's apparent distaste for the United Kingdom and the idea that right. he's going to he's going to boost Irish nationalism. BBC, I'm Irish. <laughs> yeah. BBC, I thought that standing for Barack Obama's car. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, Nigel Farage was like, see, we should have gotten a trade deal when Trump was president. Now we're screwed because he's Irish. <laughs> And it's like, wow. Yeah, you guys are real smart over there. Those accents really hide the fact that you have such fucking high IQs. Nigel Farage is like, you couldn't write, like, a slimier British guy in a sitcom. Like, Nigel Farage is, like, what Americans think British people are. Just, like, scheming, rat-like, dumb sort of tall i guess americans think british people are smart though. yeah they you if you have a british accent you automatically get 10 extra iq points in the eye of the beholder yeah you can eat you even have this accent yeah. and an american will think you're small yeah it's it's hilarious the chaps Oi, nobby that nobby <laughs> yeah we're going down to the tesco's <laughs> we're gonna pick up a cucumber sammy down at the tesco's 
No, this new thing that they I'm seeing that they eat in England is like um, it's like a, they get like a bun, like a hamburger bun, and put a meat pie in it. Yeah, I think it's called a it's called a barm. It's called some, a, barm, a, like a pie barm. A pie barm. Yeah. Yeah, it looks delicious. That looks pretty good. It's a lot of lot of lot of wheat, a lot of carbs. <laughs> yeah. You have it with a pint, and you're just like, oh, I'm I am fully wheat. Oh, man. Yeah, it's like, I like it when you get Greek food and you get, like, rice and potatoes and you're like, man, a lot of carbs over here. These foods are doing the same thing to my body, and there's a lot of them. Uh, I, I love trying to give myself diabetes. It's my it's my oh, new hobby. I've, uh, I got a stand mixer. Uh, news flash. Ding, ding, ding. I got a Woo! stand mixer. So Woo! now I can... You make bread. I, no, 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 no. You can make peanut butter cookies. <laughs> I make two batches of peanut butter cookies, and it because it, normally it's really hard to stir the peanut butter into the flour and the butter by hand. It takes a lot of wrist action, and I got carpal mm-hmm. tunnel from video games and jerking off. So now I can make peanut butter cookies really easily and just shove them into my mouth every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then I also I supplement that with sausages. And so that's my diet: peanut butter cookies and sausages. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. For lockdown. the old Chicago, yeah. <laughs> the old Chicago fortune. Uh, I guess there'd be a lot more deep dish pizza there. Yeah, I don't. Don't mess with the sausage in Chicago. I could go for. Boy, the pizza. thing about Chicago, the Bears, the the Bears are large gay men that keep uh, haunting me in my dreams as I lay next to my sullen, sexless wife and my child in a crib. I can tell they don't love me. They have some sort of reactive attachment disorder. <laughs> I go out to Wrigley Field every now and then. I see the old decrepit seats and they remind me of the passing of time and my own damnable consciousness and how it never fails to cease torturing me with the inevitability of this Chicago life. <laughs> oh, those bears. <laughs> oh, those bears. Yeah, the existential Chicago man. Uh, I went to my alderman recently. <laughs> Talk about alderman in Chicago. Lori Lightfoot is no good. Don't like her. Everyone hates Lori Lightfoot, but I don't know. She seems she seems kind of crazy, which I kind of like. Like, did you did you see her dress up as that coronavirus ant superhero? She the coronavirus buster or something? No, nah, I didn't see that. It was a, it was kind of crazy and off off the off the rails which i like I she's like, wacky yeah, i like a crazy mayor who you don't really know what what they're gonna do yeah like rob ford yeah or um oh yeah that's uh speaking of crazy mayors garchetti got tapped for minister of transportation which is another you know shitty token cabinet we don't position. have ministers here buddy oh yeah you're listen, right guy listen friend friendo <laughs> we don't have no ministers we don't like ministers Man, I, the shadow cabinet would be a lot cooler if it were made up of ninjas. Um, well, the, the, I mean, the, the question is, will any of these uh, people be approved by uh, Mitch McConnell's Senate? Man, let's let's just say, let's just say, yeah, I mean, they're going to push him to the right. That's, I mean, we knew that was going to happen, though. That's what you get with Biden. What are you talking, this is what you voted for. I, 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 knowing full well that this would happen, I still would encourage people to vote for Biden. Of course, they're going to push him to the right. But it's predictable. That's why you vote for Biden, because he's the predictable choice. It's easier to fight against something that you can predict 
than fight against a guy who just could do anything at any day because of what he reads on Fox News. Yeah, well, at least maybe Stephen Colbert will stop crying on air now. Yeah, fucking Jesus Christ. All the comedians are so fucking cucked now. What a funny... I need to stop saying cucked. What a funny late-night comedian we have in Stephen Colbert who's just weeping on national television. Yeah. I guess, uh, yeah, that's the that's the one great thing Trump did, is he just proved how unfunny all of these late-night shows are. Mm-hmm. Well, we can and go just back like, to being funny now. Yes, we can go back to being funny now. We don't have to cry about fucking the dissolution of democracy every time. Yes. Yeah, except oh except when Trump wins in 2024, then we'll all have to cry again. <laughs> it's fu- the You know, man... The one time in recent memory, it's weird that uh, Democrats just get saddled with the election fraud thing. I mean, it's not weird. It's obvious that they were going to turn to that. But Republicans do so much more electoral fraud, and they did the big electoral fraud in 2000. Yeah. But people don't see that as electoral fraud. But it's very strange just like... I mean, it's why do I keep saying it's strange? But it's I guess it's more infuriating that people just refuse to see the fact that it's... The only people that um, abdicate procedure in favor of consolidating power is and has always been Republicans. That is their strength. They don't they say that Democrats play by the rules and Democrats say, okay, Mm -hmm. and then they don't play by the rules. Right. Because they're smart. They're smarter at politics than Democrats. Uh, Yeah. I mean, they're just like they they don't I guess it's real politique that they do that. And then if the Democrats do it, they're like, oh, no, you can't. That's not American. But then they're, I don't, I don't really know. I Maybe that's what AOC is. If AOC is complaining about that, I agree with her well, about that. Well, that's true. Not quite, I don't think. I mean, she's complaining about the Dems as an organization not having, um, not like understanding what the, the demographics want, I think. Um, I think she's right about that. I do think that people want stuff i want mandates that are could be seen as leftist if they're framed poorly but i think if they're framed regularly they're basically just middle of the road lib shit that for some reason because fox news is very effective at messaging that as leftist dems start saying that oh medicare for all is a leftist thing even though it's not it's keynesian lib shit well, it's just lib we shit we got to rebrand We're still on lib I, shit i know you wanted to rebrand defund the police but we have to rebrand medicare for all cuz i think i was saying it it just it sounds like we're all going to get old it sounds like <laughs> let's all get old uh medicare is what yeah. the old people have single payer is confusing uh universal health care is also confusing the, our uh, our single payer health care program should be like get rich die young and it's single-payer health care, but it's called Get Rich, Die Young. Uh, then, free health care. People don't trust the word free. No, it's Get Rich, Die Young, single-payer health care. <laughs> I'm serious. And then everyone will be like, hell yeah, I want to get rich, die young. And then what, what does that entail? Okay, so I, I have the same health care. And we all have the same health care. And that's called, what that is called is Get Rich, Die Young. Yeah, I'm okay. down. So it's just... Branding that has absolutely nothing to do with the product. Right. It's just called Get Rich Die Yes. Yeah. Uh, cash money. Cash money healthcare. Yeah. 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 There you go. Cash money healthcare. That's what we're pitching. Cash money healthcare. And cash what it, money healthcare. What it is is the government provides healthcare to you. 
(laughs) So you have more cash money. Yeah, and you can get rich or die young, whatever you want to do. But you You can get rich with all the cash money that you'll be saving with the health care. You will be free to die young in any method of your choosing except uh, curable diseases. (laughs) We we will treat. (laughs) Yes. Medicare for all. It's not, I'm gonna what? I'm gonna live until I'm 75 and I'm shitting in my pants. No thanks. Yeah. Uh, eternal youth healthcare. No, eternal youth reminds people of cults. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite care. Fortnite care. Ooh. Ooh, uh, ooh, we're getting good here. Fortnite. The care. Travis. The Travis Scott healthcare plan. Yeah. Although Travis Scott got quit Instagram after people made fun of his Batman costume. Oh, I saw that. It was like purple. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Why, why or it was purple? like brown and fuzzy. Mm-hmm. It was strange. It was a strange looking Batman costume. I'm purple. Um, and that also was it, it fit him ill. Like you'd think someone as wealthy as him would have a fitted Batman costume. But. Yeah. Well, I think he. I think he probably did it a little bit off the cuff, a little late. All the good Batman costumes already got taken. Pickle Rick Healthcare. Um, yeah, they really should do that. They should just just go full in on the co-opting of all of our all of the good things, man. Look at me! I turned healthcare into a pickle. It's pickle healthcare. <laughs> yeah, I'll vote for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very very uh, productive rebranding sesh. Uh, rebranding sesh wants us. Woo! Okay, hold on. Vamp for a bit. I gotta pee. Okay. I'm nursing a pee here. Well, while Alex is nursing his pee, I guess that means he's going to, like, nurse it out, which is involving a lot of tugging and yanking. But, you know, as they say, as they say in the South, more than three tugs. And is that Diego in the background? Diego, come here, boy. Come here, boy. Diego! Oh, I can't hear me through the headphone. Hey, there he is. There's Diego. Diego, open the fridge. Diego, open the fridge. Get yourself a snack. Get yourself a snack from Daddy Alex. Get yourself a snack from Daddy Alex. Oh, he's a good boy. Diego's a good boy. Oh, I can see Alex in the background. He's not peeing. He's taking a bong hit. He's got that big lighter, like the big, big lighter, the handheld grill lighter for his bong. <coughs> oh, there he is. Act like I didn't say anything. I'm back. It's me, Fred Flintstein, the Yabba Dabba Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Wilma! Did, did Fred Flintstone ever beat Wilma? No. John Goodman did, though. <laughs> Whoa! <Yeah. laughs> John Goodman. Wilma, well, I swear to God! You make me do this, Wilma! <laughs> oh, my God. It's just the really lighter. dark domestic abuse. Yeah. Pebbles cowering in the corner. Oh, my God. Another movie I was not allowed to see. The Flintstones yeah, movie? not allowed to see that. That movie is surprisingly racy. What with Halle Berry, you know, slinging her pussy at John Goodman yeah. and all. Well, I mean, I was, not, I was allowed to watch Cary Grant and Fred Astaire. That's why I'm so warped. That's why you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Ooh, all of these attractive, closeted gay men. My God. <laughs> Forming wow. my youth oh, okay, masculinity. Grant. Yeah, bringing up baby with the adoptive a cheetah. Cary Grant was, um, he was bisexual. He wasn't yes. full gay. And ha- Catherine Hepburn uh, was also 
bisexual. Catherine Hepburn was bisexual. Uh, they called me Kitty because I ate that kitty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Catherine Hepburn. Just eating pussy all over the nation. <laughs> Cary Grant would love it. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. When I ate this pussy. No, he wouldn't. He'd be like, gross. I can't even do mm. a, the Mid-Atlantic Cary, Cary Grant. I wish I could. Mid-Atlantic Cary Grant. How did Cary Grant not like Not like know. the dear departed Sean Connery. The dear departed Sean Connery. Also Alex Trebek died today. Yeah. Because... That, the celebrity Jeopardy is dying. That, that SNL, uh, all the great SNL bits are dying. Burt Reynolds already died. Yeah. Norm- the SNL is dying. We're, we're seeing SNL in decline here. That is the true house of decline, is SNL. Oh, my God. I, I don't even... I used to sometimes try to watch some of their bits on YouTube. I just don't even care. Maybe when they reach their 50th season, it'll be... That's like when Lauren Michaels' Pact with the Devil will be up, and, you know, you'll see him get dragged down to hell live on stage. I hope so. There's no reason... Up next, the Foo Fighters! Oh, boy. Yeah. There's no reason to have that. Oh, are they still doing... Are they, like, doing real, like, together sketches, or are they still, like... Can they even? They're doing together sketches. Uh, yeah, they they're not social distancing well, that's... because comedy means more than that. Uh, Dave Chappelle was on the 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 night that Biden won, and he gave an impassioned speech where he was teary. Well, not teary, oh my but God. serious. Really? Yeah, because Dave fuck? Chappelle. Dave, I don't know why people think Dave Chappelle is some sort of fucking genius, yeah. or that he should be listened to on any sort of like moral point. This is the mistake we keep making with fucking comedians: yep. is we keep allowing them to be moral paragons. I don't. It's because we have no like, one left. I, I mean, we did it with Sasha Baron Cohen, who I also think is yeah, be incredibly. Don't worship the guy. He's funny, but he's not like a moral paragon. What the fuck? And it's you know why? It's because the language of comedy is the most persuasive language on earth. Yeah, it's, and that's why Trump won it's, because he's a comedian. It's the, the they're they're basically vile rhetorical magicians. Yeah, <laughs> we are aspiring to be the same. Vile, we're we're getting funny with it. Yeah, we're keeping it funny. We're seeing how funny it is because you know it's. It's rhetoric that makes you see logic, but also produces a joy response, which is why it's powerful. You can associate your revelation of logic with also a little bite of humor, but as a ben, little bite of joy. As Ben Shapiro would say, it has nothing to do with logic and reason. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's, yeah. That is one of the most unreasonable things, is thinking that your all of your decisions or thoughts or opinions are entirely informed by like this sterile process where you assess things objectively the idea that you can excise emotional decision making from your frame of mind is is one of the most fucking bizarre and ludicrous things that these strange stem lord internet guys believe yeah you have to i mean that they they really should should do more studying of the ancient greeks because pathos because the ancient greeks we're able to use all the different forms of re- retor- rhetoric in, mm-hmm. in persuasion and convincing and government. And yeah. it's uh, quite noble in my mind. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if you just don't see the value in art because you can't quantify it as easily, it's be- you have a fucking weak mind. You have a bullshit weak mind. Like, I'm not saying that, you know, artists are uh, more valuable than scientists. Actually, I am saying that. 
We should give all of our money to performance artists. I mean, I used fuck, to. I used fuck to. Fuck DARPA. Yeah, I used to really be into that uh, before I I gave up on art. I was really, <laughs> <laughs> really wanting the government because I, you know, I went to Amsterdam and I saw how there's all these musicians in Amsterdam who are like, yeah, we just like get money from the government to play shows, and I was like, you wh- wh- wait, what? You do what? You get money from the government to play show, and they're like, yeah, the, the and then the government actually gives us money to go out and to other countries and play shows because they want everyone to know how good musicians from Amsterdam are. I'm like, but what? So I used to be into that, but then I realized that I didn't I didn't care about about <laughs> pretending that I could play music well anymore. Artists hold a mirror up to society, and if you look at yourself in the mirror a lot, you're a vain piece of shit. Mm. So maybe art isn't that good. Well, yeah, it has. It's 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 good. We don't have to be edge lords. All art is shit. It's, there is no good art. Let's not be edge lords about it. It's okay. Some of art is good. Art is bad because it's not logical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say hypothetically, you were to create a painting, and you were to. Put a brushstroke here and a brushstroke there. And, oh, look, you've made a kettle. But it's not a kettle. It's just brushstrokes. It doesn't make any sense. It's not logical. The only still life that I like is still lives of Rubik's Cubes. Because that (laughs) makes sense. It's logical. It's a puzzle that you have to solve. That is art. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I I like the idea of Ben Shapiro and art interacting. Because he's like, he is a technically skilled violinist. (laughs) Which is just, and so it's weird to see him like, put passion or like see him make the expressions associated with musical passion when he's doing a piece because it's like you don't seem to get things you don't seem to get things on this level shapiro yeah so or like his sister singing opera where it's like there is this maybe i mean his sister is even less technically accomplished than he is at the fucking uh at the violin but yeah there there is this emptiness in it that um Seems very evident to someone like me, but maybe that's just because I'm ascribing his personality onto it. But yeah, when you rail against the idea of pathos as, you know, just something that needs to be considered when you form your political or ideological or metaphysical worldview, and then you you play the fucking violin, it seems, I don't know, there, there seems to be a disconnect there, you know? But I guess some people just derive pleasure from playing instruments by the virtue of accomplishing something, and it doesn't get deeper than that. I'm looking at the five canons of rhetoric first codified in classical Rome. Invention, arrangement, style, memory, and delivery. Whoa. Yes. All five. All five. And of course, as you were mentioning pathos, but there's also logos and ethos. Mm. Well, yeah, ethical considerations. Because moral duty is abstract. It comes from, at least in a lot of conceptions of philosophy or moral duty, like, there is no origin of morals. They just sort of exist. You could just sort of describe them as natural law. It is wrong to do something because it is wrong. You know, there's not really... you, You can explain it through, you know, sort of logic or utilitarian means, but... At the end of the day, it is sort of like a feeling or an understanding that if everyone were to behave this way, that the world would be worse, even though you can't really prove that. Plato had a had a, a dim view of rhetoric, and 
In Plato's opinion, rhetoric is merely a form of flattery and functions similar, similarly to cookery, which masks the undesirability of unhealthy food by making it taste good. So that's the, what are you talking about? Unhealthy food yeah, is undesirable. I don't. I don't know what. I, I think Plato did, was not aware of the chicken McNugget. <laughs> Blessed Athena. <laughs> what is this ambrosia in golden brown form? Oh man, do you remember when in Bill and Ted when they get soccer, they get Socrates, they get and they bring him back. Socrates. Yeah. I, isn't yeah. aren't don't don't they? Doesn't they like take? Do they give him McNuggets there? They take. I think they take him to the, like a department store. It's one of my favorite scenes when they get like all the people in the department store from antiquity, and they're all having a really funny time. Yeah, I remember Napoleon. They have him, Napoleon like goes to the music section and is like a virtuoso on the piano. Oh. You mean Beethoven? Is it Beethoven? Oh, they, they actually get Beethoven. Napoleon goes to the water park. Oh, Napoleon goes to the water. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> if I remember my Bill and Ted yeah. canon. I really want to see the Bill and Ted three. Um, I yeah, I haven't seen it yet. It's been out for a while. Yeah, I want to see it. Maybe I'll try to find it. A movie that I, a House of Decline recommendation is, I think I may have recommended it before, but I will always recommend it because it is the Alex Winter movie Freaked, which I think is one of the most bizarre uh, cult films out there because it had enough of a budget to have really fucking great, uh, like really in the meaty era of practical effects, these incredible... Uh, models and claymations and uh, just oozing, goopy Nickelodeon-esque effects in this movie and it's a marvel to see as a result of that but also just crazy jokes and weird cameos uh, fucking uh, Randy Quaid and uh, yeah, watch the movie Freaked, it's on YouTube for free, sorry Alex Winter Ooh. <laughs> buy the movie Buy it on Amazon buy the, Prime. Buy the movie if you can. Give it, give but if half the money to Jeff Bezos and half the money to the company that, <laughs> that is distributing that's it. distributing it, and then Alex Winter will get two cents. Well, we're at uh, an hour and twenty now, yeah. so let's just try and spin out what we think the Biden world is going to play out like. The world, the world, oh Biden. I think Biden's going to do um, he's going to do another round of stimulus money for the COVID, but it will be too little. But he'll get like a lot of good press for it. I, I don't uh, think he will be able to get checks You don't think out. he will? You don't think he'll even do that? I think we're going to get uh, bolstered unemployment for people who are can prove they're unemployed. I, we're not going to get checks again. No way. No way. You don't think so? No, Democrats that's aren't going to get that's people That's the checks. only solution. That is the like literally the only solution right now. Like they would ignore that. You think they would be stupid enough to ignore that? Yes. The Republicans oh, will not God. do that. Why would so they do So you have that? a more grim idea of what the next 4 years I, are going to look like. The fact that we got checks at all is insane. That's not that's, it's it's un, America has never done that. Yeah, even in the new deal they didn't do that. Yeah. So, so, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, they're not going to give you... I hope they do checks again. Me too. But even if they do do checks again, um, it's not going to be enough. And it's going to be like, everyone gets $600. Yay. Um, so, that's going to happen. I don't think they're going to be able to get any meaningful, like, uh, Medicare legislation through. Any meaningful, like... Because the thing that they should really be exclusively focused on is, like, doing the thing that Obama should have done and getting an actual 
single payer healthcare system. Well, he doesn't. That should be like he's sad. He doesn't want to do that. I know. So that's not going to happen either. Um, I don't think any. Uh, I don't think the economy is going to get a lot better because I think they will refuse to do these um, infusion policies. Um, and as a result, we're going to see like a real tanking recession yeah. in the next four years that Biden will absolutely get blamed for. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be Harris. He's, I think he's going to drop out after one term and it's going to be Harris. I don't know who she's going to run against Trump, maybe Trump again. But I, I also I disagree on that. I don't there's no reason in my mind for Biden to drop out just because he's old. No, I, I don't think he's going to I think like something I think disease or mm. some infirmity will catch up to him enough to make him go out, even though he might not necessarily want to. I think that's kind of likely, yeah. especially given how much, you know, presidency ages you. Yeah, I mean, as, the thing is, if as long as he's that, you know, eating, a, eating ice cream president, I, which I think he, <laughs> what what I imagine is that this, this presidency will be delegated to his yeah. cabinet, and it's going to be the most, del- he'll, he'll be a, a president who delegates his authority to his cabinet. Um, mm-hmm. And I think he's going to try not to be stressed. That's my rec- I'd try not that's to be stressed. What my recommendation to him would be, would be like, buy a bunch of ice cream, buy a bunch of ice cream cones, and have a different oh have a different flavor every day, and tell America uh, what it is. Go on Twitter and be like, "Today is strawberry." <laughs> Meg Whitman is uh, as Secretary of Commerce says, "You get stimulus money, but only for fifteen minutes at a time." Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna do it, we'll figure out how to do a timeshare of stimulus money. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're gonna means test the stimulus. Uh, definitely, yeah, it's gonna be for people who are employed. People who it's are, gonna be small businesses yeah. in like low income neighborhoods that have Pell grants Dude, from the last. They'll probably yeah. do a fucking like voucher thing where they're like, "Well, we're gonna send everyone a voucher to you to go." They won't raise taxes on the rich. You can go. Well, go do you redeem. think they will repeal the Trump tax cuts? That would be interesting. How they need a Senate that'll play ball. Yeah, they can't do that. <laughs> they're fucked. They're uh, fucked. It's just it's gonna be four years of just. Unless, you know, Joe Biden, like, does crazy executive order shit, which would be funny, but that's not going to happen either. Well, no, he'll do, he'll, his team will do a bunch of executive orders. They're going to increase the power of the presidency through executive orders, as every president has. It's, mm-hmm. We're going to have a more powerful presidency, a less powerful Congress. It's the, we're going to just barrel down the path of a powerful executive, which is... In my mind, the worst thing that's happening is why I was not happy. I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. Every, every time Congress remains fucked up, I'm not happy. And Congress mm. has now gotten even more fucked up. We could potentially have, like, worst case scenario, 52 Republicans to 48 Democrats. Best case scenario, 50-50 with three conservative yeah. Democrats who are not going to want to do anything other than get reelected by the popular vote, which is not how the Senate should work. So here, here's one thing that I can say. What I think could be a useful and good policy goal. I've said it before. It's my one. It's my one weird trick that I do think will save us all. But people think that VA is like a bullshit cabinet position, but I actually think it's the most important cabinet position for getting Americans attuned to the idea of government-provided healthcare. Because if you argue with any right-wing person uh, on the internet. 
they will inevitably bring up the fact that I don't trust the government to provide health care because, you know, my cousin Joey got his legs blown off in mm-hmm. Afghanistan and they didn't do shit for him and now he's addicted to opium. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so a lot of Americans, a lot of Americans who we would want to convince as to the efficacy of government health care, their first experience with it is shitty because the VA is underfunded. I would say deliberately underfunded. Uh, and it it is the fir- it is the front line of how people perceive healthcare in America. So fixing the VA, which could easily be like a bipartisan slam dunk, because every time someone says, "Is this communism you're doing?" you can just counter, "Oh, what you don't support the troops," you know. Um, you can use America's own patriotism against it in order to provide. I once again, I'm dipping into the. What if we have nationalism and socialism at the same time? Yes, (laughs) of course, of course, we'll need some more Uh, injured troops for your plan to work. (laughs) (laughs) How how will we get these troops injured, you ask? Start a war with Venezuela. Mm. That's the other potential thing is you think Biden could start a war? Um, He uh, no, he'll do. We haven't had a war since World War Two. Biden will start some military actions. Some police actions. Some police actions. And I, you think I, they'll invade uh, the I think Venezuela. Yemen. I think he feels guilty about Yemen. He's think we're going <laughs> to do some police actions in Yemen. Do some, do some more police in Yemen. We need to go Going in. Going to a lot of weddings in Yemen, Jack. Yeah. We, need, we might need to do some... The current war is the Azerbaijan-Armenia war, which is still hot, still going on. I mean, that's the first mm-hmm. thing on the new president's plate, in my opinion. But uh, mm-hmm. Russia has Russia. That's a, a tricky one for Russia because they don't want to piss off Turkey, but they're pledged to defend Armenia. So what are you gonna do? Mm. Apparently, Putin has uh, the shakes. He's got the Parkinsons. So Mm-mm. how much longer? Better get some El Dopa into Putin. How much longer is he gonna last? <laughs> oh man, the power vacuum in Russia when Putin dies is going to be crazy. Oh man, that's just going to be nuts. Yeah, I hope I'm alive to see it. I don't know a lot about Russian politics, but I know when you have a guy that wields that much power for that long, and suddenly they're dead, everything goes to shit. Yeah, he's kind of. I don't get what his um his plan for succession is. Like, what's they never have one. <sighs> these guys, it's it's always après moi le deluge with these guys. They don't. He doesn't. You think Putin cares about Russia? Well, he kind of does. I I have no know. idea. He cares about Russia no the, in like the same way a, a czar would, which is like for personal glory. Mm. Like I think he, I don't even know that. I, I I cannot probe into the mind of Putin. You can't look into his. I don't eyes. follow Russian politics. Yeah. It's hard to know. I just know there are oligarchs. Dun 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 dun. The note that I want to leave you listeners with is that it's okay to feel happy. You shouldn't feel bad for like feeling happy about an old guy if you do feel like slightly happy by this. There, it's I understand why you would feel some sort of relief in this, but it's just goes on. Life just goes on. And that's not a positive or a negative statement. <laughs> yeah. It's good. We got the bad guy out of office, but we need to make the president not powerful. Is my yeah. final statement. I We need we to... Need more. The president needs to be taken down several notches so he cannot do stuff at all. 
That's what we I don't think. need a president. We need a. We'll just have. We'll just have the leader of the country will be a carrot. The leader of and the country is supposed purely to be symbolic. It's supposed to be Congress. Is, and then the president is just the dude that's like does the treaties. Yeah, he's our avatar. Like you said before with Kamala, you know, we all we all need our tribal leaders, yeah. and we choose them if we don't have them. Uh, well. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.